I'm sorry I was sick yesterday and couldn't attend. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get in your way while I was falling. I'm sorry the wholesaler didn't have the product in stock. I'm sorry you lost your keys. I'm sorry it rained out your trip. Should I keep going or have you had enough of the I'm sorry's? What once was heard as being caring, conscientious words by the recipient's ears have turned into contentious words in today's world. So, following your statement of apology, the argument from the listener ensues as to how you are responsible for getting sick and for trespassing when inadvertently entering another's path to avoid harm to yourself. Furthermore, you'll be berated for not controlling the actions of another, the wholesaler, and even your inability to control the weather Mother Nature gives. Has society changed? You betcha. I realize you may have been brought up in a small community or trained by your elders to use the I'm sorry endearing term. The literature refers to your action as the habit of apologizing. And note that word habit, for you are apologizing when an apology is not needed. What used to be polite is now viewed by others as you not being a trustworthy, accountable person. Consider the scenario where you are closing the retail store at 8 p.m. And while locking the front door at 8.15 p.m., a customer approaches you asking you to reopen the store for an item they want to purchase. You kindly say, I'm sorry, but the store closed at 8 p.m. Your words of I'm sorry denote your admission that you are the culprit mistreating the customer. So, the chastising begins about how you don't care about your customers. You see, your mere kind words are interpreted by the customer as you accepting the blame for this situation. Worse yet, these constant demeaning interactions with others can lead to you losing your own self-respect and self-worth. You'll eventually start questioning yourself believe you are to blame for the situation and tell yourself you must do better to avoid being at fault in the future. So, for the individual's vacation that got rained out, you'll probably be watching the weather 24-7 for them and if you notice that rain may be forthcoming, you'll personally accept the responsibility to contact them and let them know of the upcoming weather outlook as well as suggest an alternative area to travel. And for the customer appearing after the store is closing, you'll reopen the store, put back in the cash drawers, and give the customer the time they wanted to shop the store alone. Your generosity is so appreciated by the customer that they'll grab a shopping cart as they casually comb the aisles. An hour later, you're ringing them up and then spend another 30 minutes to update today's paperwork due to the additional sale. Furthermore, when closing the store an hour and a half late, another customer stops you after being texted by the first customer. The second customer is asking for you to repeat the scenario. 
So, what do you do now since you accepted the blame for the first person's tardiness? Let's just say you are now a midnight store for the local patrons. In short, you must quit over-apologizing to protect your self-esteem. As Dorothy said to Toto in The Wizard of Oz, we're not in Kansas anymore. What was required by your parents for your prior small town folk doesn't work where you currently are in today's society. However, before I close, I'll give you two suggestions on how to overcome such unpleasant outcomes. First, stop the knee-jerk reaction. Before speaking off the cuff when responding, think a moment about who is your audience, acquaintance or trusted friend. Doing so will save you a lot of heartache and your own sanity. Second, if you are unable to restrain your tongue, you might try training yourself to use a different phrase. The phrase that I use is, I'm sorry for your situation. I have found this phrase clearly puts the problem, the issue, in the other person's court. Some may consider the phrase cheeky, but I see it as my showing sympathy by feeling pity for their plight, but not empathy and having so much compassion that I'll fix their problem for them. For I share my empath nature solely with my trusted friends. Now using my stoic storytelling method, should I say I'm sorry all the time? A will that never fails to get what it wants, that's the human specimen you should prepare yourselves to see, Epictetus. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves, Jesus Christ. I will be watchful and overcome my knee-jerk response. I realize my words are allowing others to attack my self-esteem. The character trait I improve is having sympathy without being taken advantage of. Thank you for sharing your mind with me. For your continued success, hear my secret. When you say I'm sorry, use caution for society will assign their blame to you too often. I'm Lori Stiff, the Stoicist, your Christian life coach, and I believe in you. If you like what you mentally now see, join my website to learn and think like me at stoicmatchmaker.com.